Hi, everyone. I'm Reagan Foster, Editor-in-Chief of We Love Arabian Horses and WeLoveArabianHorses.com. And today we're talking with Paul Costell. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Hey, great, Reagan. Thanks for having me. Hey, and thank you so much for talking with us. Um, we appreciate you doing these great interviews, so thanks for taking your turn in the hot seat. And I'm sure the first question on everyone's lips is, what is We Love Arabian Horses? Well, there's kind of two answers to that question. What, what uh, We Love Arabian Horses has been thus far in a public domain is, is uh, Facebook and Instagram pages just sharing through social media, you know, positive moments with Arabian horses and show horses and non-show horses and little kids and, you know, folks that are of all ages and just mainly a series of photographs just kind of building our name and a brand name and kind of doing that, which we've done for about a year and a half. The real answer, though, to what is Arabian, we love Arabian horses is kind of like where are we going in terms of what are, what are we going to be? And we've begun in the last month, and many people have noticed, you know, kind of becoming an organization. Um, so we're building a structure, and we're calling ourselves a volunteer society for Arabian horse lovers. And, they, you know, kind of the, the core purpose of the organization is to, to be a place where people can plug in, they can have fun, they can get educational materials, they can find what they need. If we, they, they can't find it, they come to us, we'll help them find it or build it. Um, so it's kind of a place where you can get education, events, updates, build friendships, and also volunteer and give back, back to the community. Okay, great idea. Where did it come from? How did you come up with this? Well, you know, things marinate over time, and I think that the core, you know, centerpiece of your question really is I just know so many people throughout the industry in all parts of the country and all parts of the world who a common theme for all of them is, is how can I get involved? I love the Arabian horse. I've clearly loved it in many cases for lifetimes. And I want to do more. For some reason, I can't get involved in, in AHA or my local club isn't nearby enough or I have some other projects I want to get done. And, you know, there's there's kind of where the rubber meets the road, if you will, was I started kind of in my mind putting together these people who wanted to do something, and then how could we build a structure that would enable them to do that? And we, we're going to have to have fundraising and organization and a little bit of, um, you know, set up with our new website and whatnot to get that done. But just as a vision, that's, that's kind of what we're doing and kind of – how the idea germinated, if you will, and it's certainly grown since the beginning seeds of that. Outstanding. There's lots of room to uh, to grow and continue to get engaged from the sounds of things. You mentioned many of your friends having lifelong relationships with Arabian horses. Can you please tell us about your journey? You have a, a deep CV when it comes to this breed, but how did you get involved and why do you keep still, uh, so engaged with everything? Well, you know, my mom's story is that my first word out of my mouth was horse. So there's been a sticking point in my relationship with my mother since day one when I didn't say mom first. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> as a young child, I kept wanting to ride a horse. And horse was very, you know, something that was very much attracted me. And my mother's best friend's oldest daughter, who was about a year older than me, already had show horses. And she, she was riding uh, saddlebreds and Arabians, and my mom asked them where to have me go take riding lessons. So that's kind of where I got started, about five years of age. I started taking riding lessons, and the place that I went just happened to have a lot of Arabian horses. So a lot of the school horses 
that I took lessons on were Arabians. And then my first Arabian after riding for about a year, my parents let me get a little little chestnut with four white stock gelding. And, you know, that's kind of where it began. I just continued showing um, as a junior exhibitor, both with trainers and without, and doing a lot of it on our own, just like a lot of people today. And, you know, back then you had horses that you could show in 15 classes at a horse show, and you showed them in English pleasure and Western pleasure and costume and equitation and everything. Um, so that's kind of how we did it. Um, after, well, when I went to college, I, I really couldn't have the horses anymore. So I kind of took a break. And then as soon as I could afford it after graduating, I bought my first um, Arabian as an adult. And I've had, you know, 15 or 20 of them since then and shown exclusively in many different divisions. And I, then I became a judge and have been very involved in the judging community. Um, I was on the board of the AHA, served as region nine director, and also ran the Pro-Am Challenge Horse Show. So there's just kind of a little bit of how I got my foot in the water in a lot of different ways in this breed. And certainly some of these things are, you know, part and parcel to where I am today. Mm-hmm. And that, is that, is that, that good, did that cover it basically? <laughs> I, I think that basically covers it. Is that what keeps you so engaged and made you want to grow into this new role with We Love Arabian Horses? Is that lifelong commitment? Well, yeah, and you know, it's funny because I've been a judge now for 30-something years, seven years or something, um, but during that time frame that I was also serving, you know, the judging community and then became chairman of the judge steering committee for about 10 years during that time frame, I also got involved in my local club, which was the North Texas Arabian Horse Club, and then kind of stair-stepped into getting involved in our regionals, running our regional show, and so there was always aspects of organizing and volunteer management and club management and horse show management that was interesting to me. So all those things combined kind of put me where I am today. And in the background of all of that has been showing horses. I just haven't had any horses recently simply because I've been focused on my own business and career. Um, But I do plan to get horses and show um, again, as soon as that's more, you know, feasible for my life. Oh, great. We'll get to see in the arena again. Oh yeah, I can you tell? Coming. <laughs> <laughs> you you mentioned volunteer coordination and all the other many facets uh, that you've had the experience with, and you've got a pretty fantastic team that signed up so far with We Love Arabian Horses. Can you tell us who all you've got on board and and uh, what they're going to be doing so far that we know? Well, yeah, we've kind of probably got about ten people that are in committed roles already, and it's not like I had a pecking order or anything. I just had certain people that I've expressed the interest of We Love Arabian Horses, the vision of it, along the path. And then some of them, because they liked the idea so much, were some of those that I first reached back out to when it was time to step it up a bit. So we've got some people on board that are what we call a project director, meaning they're taking on a specific project that is going to cause a positive outcome for the breed. And we've got all kinds of projects underway already and getting started a few more, and we're going to do more projects over time. Um, and then we've got several folks that are on our board, and in particular so far it's Nancy Blankenship, Carol Steppy, and Christy Metz, who are on our advisory board. Um, all three have been very involved with conversations with me for months and months. And then we've also got yourself as our editor-in-chief to kind of guide our editorial and content vision And then Robin Hopkinson is um, in charge of our video content and already building some branded uh, content that's in a video format for our social media channels. So that Mm kind of covers 
the basics of who's where, and I, we're taking on people left and right. It's just a matter of time related to how much time do you have to get on the phone and start that conversation and see where people want to plug in. It's nice to know that there's so much enthusiasm for the vision. Well, you know, when I've approached a few people, I kind of had my speech ready, and most of them stopped me after the first ten words and say, "Don't you don't need to say another thing. I'm in. Whatever it is, let's do it." Because we really want to help the community grow. This is a nonpartisan, you know, unbiased. We support the breed as a whole throughout the United States and globally. Um, but we're we're getting such a positive response to everyone, and now more people are asking, you know, how can they get involved as well? Right. And I guess that that's a great question. What can other people do if they want to get involved or help out? How do they reach out to you? Well, there's a couple things. One, if they know me and have access to me via Facebook or my cell phone, they can send me a text or a message through private messenger on either place. It's fine. Um, we have an email address that's monitored by myself and several other members of our committee at hello at weloveravianhorses.com. So they can send an email. Um, and otherwise, right now, it's if you have an idea for a project, please send us an email or reach out and say, hey, I want to I get X accomplished, and I'm not quite sure how, but could we look at that as a project? And we'll, we'll take a look at that. There's another way. And the other, I think the last way is just to watch our social media posts. We're going to be growing a new website here very soon. We're going to have blogs. We're going to have places where people can join. And we're going to have a lot more organized digitally or online, if you will, structure so people can plug in a little easier. We're kind of still a little um, not fully baked in all this because we're just getting started, but that's kind of how to get involved now. And then coming soon, we'll have more options for everyone. Well, and I love what I think this group envisions this organization becoming. What do you think it's really going to take logistically to get it there? Well, I think we I think we have I think we have enough people in the Arabian horse, you know, call it in the Arabian horse business. And that doesn't mean they're in the business, but they have an Arabian horse or they love Arabian horses or they used to have Arabian horses, but they're still involved somehow. So I think we have an enormous people resource. So one thing it's going to take is just organizing a structure that's still fun and casual and not, you know, a lot of meetings with meeting reports and complications, right? but mm -hmm. a way that people can plug in and get involved from an organizational standpoint, which is, like I said, going to require a fancier website and a little structure there. And then we're going to need to do our own fundraising so that we can afford to do all the projects that we want to do and take on um, all kinds of options related to things that we want to advance in the breed, but might cost a little money to get there. So kind of organization of people and an organization of money um, are kind of two components, I think, that are part of our next steps. And all the other things kind of fall as little sub-components of either one or both of those. So lots of opportunities to share expertise, time, um, input, career skills, anything down those lines, as well as well, offering financial support as needed. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, all of that. We've got, I've got people who have said they'll donate money. Um, they have some stipulations that are all positive. They just want to make sure their money is getting used for good good services um, and that we can provide a timeline based on how soon XYZ project can happen and, you know, what's the resulting benefit of that to the breed. Some things are small and some things are large, but you've got those things going on. 
And then you've, you've, you've just got an opportunity for people to come forward with their own ideas that maybe they had nowhere to give that idea in the past, right? So I had several people approach me, and they had a different – one had an idea about an amateur program. Another one had an idea for a breeder's program. So in talking with them, we figured out that we think we can get both of those two projects done, which they'll be announced here soon. Um, and then we, after the board approves it, we kind of go into the source of, you know, what's the, what's the project focus, what's it going to cost, how many people are going to need, you know, be needed, and, and what's the time frame. So those kind of things kind of help. And as you said, lots of people can get involved. If they have an idea for a project, that's one way. But if, if someone happens to be um, good at, you know, graphic design or whatever the topic may be and they want to help us, with those things, they're certainly more than welcome to reach out and let me know that they're available, and we'll, we'll plug them in one way or the other. We've had several people reach out and want to get involved with you and the structure under social media as an example, and that just helps our, you know, the strength in numbers get bigger faster. So the answer to your question is kind of yes, 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 and yes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. And what social media platforms can we love Arabian horses be found upon? Right now, we're active on Instagram and we're active on Facebook. Um, the, just because of the nature of both of those two social platforms, Facebook is much more interactive. Um, Instagram is pictures and videos and things, but, it, it, you know, we have liking of posts, but there's not like conversational aspects of Instagram the same as there are on Facebook. So those two are our primary ones. We have some footprints that we've already begun to build on um, Twitter and elsewhere, but those aren't really public yet because we just haven't finished building them out. Okay. Well, we have uh, covered everything that I have, but is there anything that we haven't touched on that you think people should know about We Love Arabian Horses? Well, I think in closing, I would just say, you know, we could be 100 people strong or we could be 1,000 people strong, and either of those options are very viable. We could accomplish that in a month. Um, now, if we got to a thousand people that quickly, we'd have to, you know, build out our little structure a little bit better, so we know, you know, how to reach out to people and update them and keep that. And that's the structure we're building in the background. So I'm currently working with a web designer who might take on being our webmaster, for example. And as that gets finished, we can kind of continue this growth path. We currently have 4,500 active followers on our uh, Facebook page. None of that was paid for. All of that was natural and organic. So you know we have 4,500 people already to choose from who are already actively interested in the breed just by following us on Facebook for the last year and a half or so. Excellent. And just to reiterate, that contact information is hello, H-E-L-L-O, at we love Arabian Horses, all spelled out, all one word, dot com, and we love Arabian Horses dot com. Yeah, and if you go to WeLoveArabianHorses.com on the Contact Us page, there is a form you can fill out if you want to do that instead, and it comes right to that same inbox. So that's another way people can reach out and find us. And I just ask everyone to um, think about your involvement. If you want to be involved, and reach out to myself or someone that you know that's connected to the group so far and let us know that you'd like to get involved, and we'll start working on having this group grow quick and fast so we can be a very positive and promoting addition to the Arabian horse breed. Fantastic. Great things coming down the pike. I can't wait to see where they go, Paul. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Have a good afternoon.